Hello and welcome to the Bober Academy Football Podcast. We are excited to bring back our Lineman of the Week series here for the 2022 season where we're going to be highlighting great offensive line play throughout the Omaha metro area and surrounding areas. We're going to bring um, high school offensive linemen onto the show and their coaches and talk about their season, what they're doing, and everything to do with offensive line play. This podcast is brought to you by the Bober Academy. I started the Bober Academy in 2019 with the mission to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. I'm your host, Chris Bober, eight-year NFL veteran. I've started games in the NFL at every offensive line position, and I love dealing with anything to do with football, especially the offensive line. Now, if you are listening to this podcast we're on, on your podcast app, just be sure to click the subscribe button so make sure that you're notified of our weekly shows. We do a lot of different shows out there. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, click the little button down there to subscribe to our channel and also the notification bell. We, we would love your comments um, and your feedback. And if, if you're seeing this anywhere out there on social media, feel free to like, share, retweet, comment, whatever goes on out there in the social media world. We want to spread the message of great offensive line play. So thank you for joining us. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome back into the Bober Academy Football Podcast Studios. Of course, this is our Offensive Lineman of the Week feature that we do every week during the football season. And tonight we are joined by a pretty special group. Uh, we got the Elkhorn South Storm on here and we got some dudes on here, man. We got some great um, players and one of their greatest coaches. Um, we're joined tonight by... Uh, Offensive line coach George Drennan, who has been around the game and in this area, coaching O-line for 40-plus years. Um, just a legend in the and one of the better offensive line coaches out there. I really respect what he's done, and I love watching his guys play. Uh, we're also joined by a couple of seniors. Uh, we got, of course, uh, Maverick Noonan, who a lot of people know is going down to Nebraska to play defensive end, but he's a heck of an offensive lineman as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. And also we have Noah Bustard. Right, another senior who is paving the way up there for the storm plays both offense and defense, and a, a pretty special player. Um, but coach, let me talk, let me ask you a question first. So you guys are having a really special season, right? Undefeated, nine and zero, and that's the first time you guys have done that at this Class A level. Um, tell me, did you know you had a special group coming into the season to where you can go undefeated? And then from a coach's perspective. You know, how hard is it to get your guys to continue to work and to get better every day if they keep winning games? You know, the natural tendency is to kind of kind of loaf and maybe um, slack off a little bit. But it doesn't seem like you guys are doing that. No. Um, to answer your first question, after we finished our team camp, we had a team camp down at uh, University of Nebraska mm -hmm. in early June. And I was real – skeptical about what we were going to be able to do uh we did some good things but we didn't do them very consistently and a lot of our uh technique uh wasn't there yet but um so as the season went on uh these guys they have totally bought in and they have just worked non-stop uh i don't have to worry well i i do get after them a little bit but <laughs> i don't have to worry about them being ready to play that's that's the one thing that's been nice about this group is that um they they take on a challenge um so you know like last week i told them i said you know this is probably one of the better defensive line defensive fronts we're going to face 
and they really got after it last week. So that's the way they've been all year long. Um, they're very technique, uh, fundamentally sound, and they take criticism and coaching very well. So that's something I, I try to do is give them feedback on their teamwork that they have that they did the night before for the next day of practice. And so we can always learn from that. Yeah, and, and that's that's a great compliment coming from a, a coach who's been around so long and seen so many, you know, thousands of players out there. So that that's great to hear. And I know that, you know, last week in the North game, you guys had a little run of penalties. And, you know, I know as coaches, you probably got after them a little bit. But they responded well, right? At that from that point on, man, they played really, really good football. Um, so I do have a question for Noah. So it's kind of funny, you know, you guys go undefeated, and it seems like you're still kind of underdogs, right? Because you guys are the number three seed. And it's just amazing to me that I mean, I watch you guys play and I'm like, man, this could be the best team in class A. Um, do you kind of feel a little chip on your shoulder from that? Um, that the fact that you're you're not still ranked number one. Uh, I think I think we've always had that kind of chip on our shoulder because um, we're still new. We're still new at this level at Class A. We've only been um, in Class A for four, three or four years now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, everyone still kind of counts us out in all those in every predictions um, and all the stuff like that. But we we all feel that like we all feel like the extra motivation. But we try not to look into like the into people calling us oh best team or worst team worst undefeated team or oh this team could beat them or maybe they could beat them with home field it, we try not to look into that too much we try and focus like one week at a time just focus on the game that we actually have to play on friday yeah that, that's a great answer and um you guys definitely prove you belong in class a i've, I've done a, an amazing job uh, on the move up just as a program uh maverick let me ask you this um you know last year you guys had a pretty heartbreaking loss in the playoffs to Gretna. Um, was that, do you think that was a motivating factor this off season for you guys to come out and, and kind of have a great season? I mean, a game like that, of course you want to come off a championship, but I feel like those things sometimes motivate you guys. How's how did that game affect you guys in the off season? I mean, it always does. I mean, it, that game and then the, the year before that against, uh, against Westside and the state championship definitely motivated mm -hmm. me. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it just always pops into my head. You know, you got big set of squad or you're doing some difficult lunges or, or something like that. That'll get you through it for me. Yep. Nice. Nice. And um, cut out there just a little bit, but that's, that's all. Awesome. I love it. It's an, <clears throat> it's alignment's philosophy to, you know, use that motivation, especially in the weight room. So that's great to hear. And you're, we're seeing the results this year on, on just the um, winning all your games. Um, so, Coach, tell me a little bit about your offense because I'm fascinated by what you guys play. Because, of course, every O-line coach and every coach is going to say, wow, we're going to run the ball first. And you guys run the ball really well. But I, I got to say, you were one of the most balanced teams that I've seen because of the plays I watched, I mean, you guys run trap and counter and power. And that's your, your bread and butter. But you guys also run misdirection. You can drop back pass. Your quarterback can really sling it. They roll them out. I saw you guys run sweeps, reverses, screens. Um, you know, a team that can run the ball like you do, a lot of times they just get stuck in just handing the ball off and trying to pound people. But it seems like you guys have more of a balance. Is that, is that on purpose as a, as a coaching staff? Yes. Yeah, we, we're very fortunate to have a quarterback who – can throw the ball extremely well, and he is really quick when he needs to run or when we ask him to run. He has good speed. 
Uh, we're very fortunate again to have Cole Ballard, who I think is probably one of the best running backs in the state. Uh, I think he has, was it 31 touchdowns? I think he has 33 touchdowns. He's got a lot. Yep. 33 touchdowns. Um, he's got tremendous instincts and, you know, he makes uh, our offensive line job really easy <laughs> because we just give him a gap, give him a seam, and he's real good about uh, being patient and then exploding through the hole. But uh, yeah, we, we run uh, boot and we run sprint out. We run uh, counter, counter uh, trade. Uh, we run uh, power play. Mm-hmm. We like mm-hmm. to pull. Our, our guys like pulling. Our, we pull our tackles a lot. And, um, you know, I, I just, I tell them, I says, you know, pull with a purpose. Nice. If you're going to pull, get after it when you pull. And so we try to just place, you know, either log the, log the uh, person we're pulling to or kick them out, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Be decisive. And these guys, you know, we work it and work it and work it, but they, they've done a great job this year. Yeah, and the film definitely shows that. Maverick, let me ask you a little bit about Cole Ballard, right? This is a guy who is just a special football player. And, of course, a lot of his success comes from you guys up front. But he does a little bit of everything, right? He, he is a great just inline runner. And he can run outside. He can run inside. He returns punts. He catches the ball. Um, and offensive linemen are usually pretty close with their running backs. So tell me about Cole and what he does for you guys and, and what it's like to block for him. Well, I mean, it's great. Like Drennan said, uh I mean, he gets that extra five yards every play. Uh, you know, maybe we don't block it up very well. You know he's going to get some yards off of it. Uh, he's just really explosive back. Uh, I mean, me me and Noah have him in our English class, so he's a great teammate, too. He's, uh, and I, I, I think he's the number one running back in the state. So, I mean, he's just a good person and good running back, too. That's good. I, I don't know how much um, studying is getting done in that class, but you guys are <laughs> at least studying the football plays. Uh, it looks like well, that. Um, tell them who you're – Teacher is in our class. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, it's always good when you have a coach as a teacher. That's always a good thing, um, especially during the season. Um, now, um, so Noah, tell me a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about your quarterback, right? So Carson Ronner um, does some really good things. Now, he's just a junior, but he can really sling it. And he, he also takes off and gets you first downs if – you know, no one's open and stuff like that. But um, being a younger guy and being you guys as seniors, um, what's he like in the huddle and what's he bring to your offense? Well, I really think, and this goes for our entire team too, we we all have really come together and unified as a team. And so I think a lot of, uh, a lot of those um, stereotypical things where, oh, someone may not be as old, they're not as comfortable with everyone. I really think that doesn't play as much of a factor with us. So um, in the huddle, he really knows how to how to take command, and he's uh, he's a good voice to listen to. He always he's always calm under pressure. And one thing I like about, I really like about Carson is we still run with our quarterbacks every now and then. And if he scrambles, um, he's always uh, he's always able to take a hit. He can he can deliver them too. And he's every time he gets down, it's like I try and go help him up, but sometimes he just gets right back up. <laughs> like I I gotta run fast to go help him. You know, I saw a play in in last week's game. The one, the last touchdown you scored in the second quarter, you know, it was a little bootleg and he could have easily just ran to the pylon and not gotten touched. But for some reason he chose to just take it straight up field and run someone over. I mean, is that the kind of guy he is? Yeah. I mean, that's just Carson. That's, that's his mentality. And we try and, we try and emulate that at practice and kind of like get that, um, 
get that really to show in games. Yeah, well, that that's pretty special. He's, he seems like he's one of the tough guys out there, and it's nice when your quarterback's one of the tough guys. Um, Coach, coming back to you, um, having been around this game so long and coached offensive line, tell me about, you know, I'm a student of the game. Obviously, with my Bulberg Academy, I, I train a lot of guys, and I'm a big fundamentals guy. Tell me about your offensive line philosophy and kind of how you approach coaching guys like Noah and Maverick and all the other guys you got. Well, my, my philosophy is that we want to come off the ball Take away any kind of inside threat, any inside penetration. That's that's number one. Mm-hmm. And uh, keep our hands low. Uh, I, I We've been working all year on uh, a sequence where we gain ground with short, quick steps, mm-hmm. and we work our hands from low to high and bring our hips underneath us. And that's, that's what, what we try to do every time we come off the ball. So uh, we do a lot of combo blocks, and we work those continually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tell our guys we got to communicate. You know, the guys who are working combos have got to communicate about when they're coming off the backer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's it's five guys who got to work together and have confidence in the guy next to them to know that they're going to get their job done. So. Um, you know, it's, it's the same way, you know, as well as I do that, that, that if you have confidence in the guy next to you that you're working with, that you're going to be that much better of a ball player and you're going to turn it into a heck of an offensive line. So like I said, we take away, try to take away any inside threat, any inside penetration first, and then, mm-hmm. then work to get a push, uh, working low to high and gaining ground with every step. I love it. I, I feel so much better about what I teach because that's the exact same thing I teach. And, you know, if I'm teaching the same thing you're teaching, I, I should be on the right track. And um, I can see as a group, you guys have really come together. That synergy with the O-line is something that's pretty special when you can have it. And you guys definitely do. Um, so, you know, Noah, really, really quick, I want to ask you, you know I, know, I know you're the smart guy. I heard that you have a 33 ACT. You know, they, they talked about that on TV. So that's that's pretty cool, man. It's it's good to have a smart guy up there. But tell me about your Rhino package, right? I mean, it's almost like the Rhino package is out there and it's a pretty big deal. But is it something that's special for you guys? You guys kind of get a little more lathered up when you know you're putting the Rhino package in? Yeah. Um, anytime we put Rhino in, it's kind of – it's like – it's obviously it's like a power run formation. So it's really just – we think that we're going to run the ball right up the middle and you got the other team just has to stop it. It's really just as simple as that. And so anytime, you know, we bring it out, we always go do the rhino signal. Everyone on the team gets going. Um, and it really, I think it brings like a new mentality um, to when we're in the game and it's, it's really fun to run. It's one of my favorite formations. It's one of my favorite periods during practice. And um, it's not something that a lot of teams can mimic successfully. And I, th- I saw on, on Twitter or something that you guys even had shirts made one time. So yeah. it's, that's pretty cool, man. You got a package yeah. where you make a shirt out of it. You know it's got to be good. Um, all right, Maverick. Um, so obviously, you, you know, you're going to go play the next level, play play D-line, right? Because, you know, you're a skilled guy. And, you know, I think you could be an offensive lineman. But um, with they, with the way they utilize you a lot is pulling. And I'm so amazed at, you know, your athleticism. You got length. But, you know – Tell me about the play that you guys run so much where you're on the backside and you're pulling all the way around the other side 
as a tackle. I mean, you just don't see guys doing that. And that's been a, a huge play for you guys. Um, you know, what's that play called? And um, is that, is that when you're, you're like the athlete and the puller on this line? Um, how do you approach that? And um, how do you like that play? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's probably one of my favorite plays too. I just get to go light up a uh, uh, inside linebacker. So that's always nice. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a great play, a great design. Uh, I think we had, we ran that play last game after the first half. Yeah, the first play is a touchdown. And Cole Ballard got a touchdown. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just a great play design. I love running it. I love blowing up a, a little guy. So it's always nice. I love it. I love it. That's why I love it as alignment too. When you get out there in space and there's nothing they can do about it. So it's very cool that um, to have someone like you on the line that can do that. Um, all right, coach, t talk to me about your O-line, right? So we have two of your guys up on this podcast here today um, with Noah and Maverick, but I know you play a lot of guys. So tell me about, you know, obviously specifically Noah and Maverick and what they do, but maybe some of the other guys and how they contribute too. Uh, uh, the other senior on our offensive line is Carter Jorth, and he, <clears throat> he well, first of all, our captains this year, and I've, we've never had this before that I've been around, Three of them are offensive linemen. Nice. And so that kind of tells you about what the rest of the team thinks of their leadership, first of all. And so that, that's been a big part. of. We have three seniors. Uh, Carter Jorth is, our, is the uh, left guard and mm. uh, Noah is the right guard. But uh, Carter Jorth, he plays both guards in our rotations. And – uh, during a, a time period early in the year, we actually used him at center. Mm -hmm. So he's, he is a super valuable player to us. And then uh, the other tackle, uh, Ashton Murphy, is uh, he's a big, tall kid just like Maverick, and he moves extremely well. He's the left tackle. And then our center, um, we had an unfortunate injury the first game, the uh, first series down at Lincoln Southeast where our starting center, Colin Thompson, uh, hurt his knee and he's been out for the year. Mm. And our uh, center that came in, Austin Stroh, has done a tremendous job for us. So that's the starting line. And then we have two tackles that come in in uh, rotation during the game, Ben Gustafson and Cole Mackey. And we have two guards, uh, well, one guard that comes in during the game, uh, Parker Thornton. And uh, we have a freshman that comes in to play uh, right guard, uh, uh, Tristan Brewer. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's a it's pretty you're pretty fortunate to have guys like that. And I know that um, it definitely takes work to you know have the fortitude to, to get those guys in there and give them some reps. But not only does it spell these guys up here that are playing defense, but it also gives you a you know a little bit of a future, right? So you don't just have your seniors leave and all of a sudden you got to break in new guys. So right. I, I know that's probably it's something that uh, Wartman did at Elkhorn. I know a lot of you guys come from the Elkhorn tree. So um, I love that philosophy. Um, all right. So, you know, Noah, tell me a little bit about your line, right? And, you know, I'll let you be the guy that, you know, tells me who's the funny guy, who's the pretty guy, who, you know, give me some dirt on these guys. I mean, this is your chance to air it all out, man. Feel, you know, the, the people are going to be, you know, watching this on, on YouTube and podcasts and Twitter and, now, what do you think maybe the world needs to know about some of your guys? All right. Um, I'll, I'll open this up to Maverick. If you disagree with me on anything, just feel free to chime in. Yeah. Um, 
I guess we can just really go down the line. I love tackling with Ashton Murphy. Um, big, big guy. He's, you know, he, he likes to host a lot. A lot of the times when we all get together for lineman dinner, um, good host, uh, you know, always goes with the flow, but every now and then if someone steps out of line, you know, Ashton's, Ashton's going to let him know. Uh, Carter Jorth, you know, he's, he's, that is like the nicest dude I have ever talked to. Um, unless like if, if he's pin blocking you, then it's kind of annoying. Um, <laughs> He maybe he'll pop in at the end of this. He's getting a haircut right now. Um, for, yeah, he texted me that he can't yeah, make. He's getting a haircut. Yeah. So he's got to be the pretty one, right? Yeah, we can call him that. We'll call him the pretty one. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we could have called Maverick that too, but yeah, uh, yeah. we'll go for Carter right now. Uh, as, as center, we have Austin Stroh. Um, that's that, he's a he's a really funny guy. Um, I really I just really like being around him and like the energy he gives off. And um, then at right tackle, I'm right guard. And then at right tackle is Maverick. And I have never met someone as, I don't know what the kind of word I should use, as unique as Maverick. <laughs> Unique's a good word. He's a really unique person. There's just all sorts of stuff just happens. Even at practice today, man, just all sorts of stuff just goes down with Maverick. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, you gotta have fun, man. I mean, you're going through kind of hell up there, just beating on each other. You gotta have have some something fun, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we like. We like we still. It's always it's always business when it comes uh, when it comes to football. We but we joke around. Yeah, you know that that's awesome, man. Some of my O line buddies that I played with. I mean, 19 seasons I put put on a helmet, and some of them are still my best friends because of what you go through together. All right, Maverick, you got anything on Noah? I mean, he's got to. He, he got to say his piece. You got anything on him? He's he's unique too. Uh, <laughs> well, he's got to I mean, be the smart one. I mean, he is he is the smart one at times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's funny too. Uh, we were always joking around at Coach Rose's class, so yeah, uh, no, it's funny. It's funny. That that's awesome. Okay, um, this, as we kind of wrap it up here, Coach, I would love to kind of maybe you share some of the secret of of what Elkhorn South does with Coach Rosenberg and obviously you on the staff. You guys are so good at, at, at being good in the play, in the, the regular season, but it seems like when you come to the playoffs, you guys take it to a new level. You know what's the difference, right? Because a lot of coaches and teams can win in the regular season and they get to the playoffs and they just kind of you know, don't perform as well, but you guys have a history of always performing well in the playoffs. How do you guys do that? Well, I think it's preparation. Um, our practices are the same this week as what they were week one. We have the same practice time. We have the same amount of time. We have the same time periods. Everything's the same. So it's pretty much routine. And uh, we just ask our guys to give championship effort and practice so that on Friday night, they don't have to do anything special. They're not, we're not asking them to do anything above and beyond what they've done in practice. And, you know, I, I think that that uh, routine that we follow is very organized um, and it's very um, complete. Uh, I think that makes a huge difference. The kids know what the, what what they're going to get each day in practice. They know what to expect. They know what we expect of them. Uh, so 
you know, when we say, hey, it's teamwork time, they know that they got to turn it up. And it's like I tell them it's game speed. Okay, mm-hmm. it's game speed right now. Let's go. Let's, let's, you know, get after it. And so, you know, there we have short periods of individual time. Each, each position does. But, um, you know, we just take advantage of every, every minute we have on the practice field. I tell them, you know, don't waste opportunity. A practice is an opportunity to get better. Yeah, that, that's a great philosophy. And, it, you know, you guys are lucky to have such great coaches. And it seems like what I heard is that you guys have the same standard and you just get a little bit better every week, every day, every week, every period, so that by the time when you get to the playoffs, you just continue to get better. And if you've done your job, right. you should play playing at a high level. Um, I do see coaches out there that kind of get to the playoffs and kind of change it up, and I think it throws the teams off. So that consistency, I think, is, is a great model. Um, all right, to finish, um, last one for Maverick here. Do you see a difference in, in 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 playoff week as you get to the playoffs? You know, personally and as a leader of this team, do you just give a little bit more because you're working towards that championship? Um, to be honest, not really. I mean, I'm always giving 100 percent during the regular season and playoffs. I mean, for me, it's just the next week. It does mean more, but I'm not I'm not switching up my preparation like Coach Drennan said. I'm watching the same amount of film I am and. Uh, you know, last week to this week. So, uh, but yeah, it, it does mean more, but I'm not necessarily changing anything up. I'm just keeping it the same and, and just working to working to make it to round two. Nice. Nice. A big, you know, just a business-like approach. Yeah. Um, not too high, not too low, just steady. I, I love it. And Noah here, how about to finish this off? You know, you guys have a lot of expectations going into this. What do you guys, um, I mean, obviously you want to be holding that trophy at the end of the year, but um, you know, be, inside the locker room and on the field and stuff, what, what do you guys as leaders of this team, what are you saying to your, to your team to, to keep getting them ready every day and every week? Really? It's just, uh, don't let up now. It doesn't matter that we've gone this whole season undefeated for the first time. Cause that, that won't mean anything, uh, four or five weeks from now. Um, so they just got to take it as seriously as we've taken this whole season. Um, and really it's just, it's not the time to give up. We re- just got to keep getting better, keep doing our thing. Um, and, you know, we all know what the end goal is and we all really got to do our part to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, guys, I've been so impressed with just listening to you, you know, the workmanlike attitude that you have, obviously you have great leaderships, like leader, like uh, coach Drennan here, coach Rosenberg. And um, you guys, as far as I can see, you guys are rolling and you guys should keep that up. You guys got Lincoln East this week, you know, in your bracket, you could be maybe prepper North Platte and then Bellevue West or Gretna, and then try to get all the way to the championship. But um, guys, I, I just really appreciate you come on sharing your comments. Um, you guys are just watching from a distance and in the stands and on TV, you guys, I could tell you guys are a special group on, on the offensive line, but they, then as a team too. So I just want to wish you guys the best of luck this week. I'm going to be out there watching you. I'm going to go to the Elkhorn game, watch my daughter dance at halftime watch them play. Then I'm going to stick around and watch you guys too. Cause I like, I like to watch good football. So um, guys, thanks again. Best of luck this week. I'll put this out there for everyone to share. And um, thanks again for coming on the Boulder Academy football podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our podcast is available on all pla- podcast platforms. So wherever you listen to your podcast, we're going to be on there. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. That way you get notified of new episodes. Um, also, we are on YouTube. Um, if you want to find us on YouTube, just cl- uh, search for the Chris Bober Lyman Academy and be sure to rest- subscribe to our page.
um, click the notification bell and feel free to comment, share everything that goes on there. Um, we're on social media as well. You know, f- follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We even have a page on TikTok. So the more you can follow us out there, the more we can spread the message of great offensive line play out there. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, be sure to reach out to us through any of those social media channels and spread the word. We want to get offensive line play great here and everywhere.